guys. Welcome to episode three of Bless Your Heart. I'm here with my lovely assistant, Damon. Here am I. And uh, today our guest is Sam the Computer Detective. Say hello, Sam. Hello. And Sam is uh, a local IT professional, and she's going to tell us some stories today that uh, we are hopefully going to get to say, well, bless your heart, about at the end. Or she can say it. You can say it if you want to. I don't care either way. So, um, But I've already give, given her the, um, the update on, on what this is about, so... What stories do you have for us today? What stories do I have? You know, going through a divorce, how fun. Oh, I've heard. I hope I never have to I do that. I hope you guys never have to go through that. I, I, I think we're pretty good. I think, I think so. You know, it's uh, been 22 years. Not to say that it can't happen. I mean, I had a aunt and uncle who uh, separated after 33 years. So, But, yeah, let's say that after 22 years, I yeah. feel like it's less likely. It's, it's funny the people that like to tell us will be like, oh, yeah, we were high school sweethearts. And it's amazing the people that like to go, oh, I knew high school sweethearts. They were married for 35 years, and then they got a divorce. And I'm like, really? Why are you telling me that? That's really awful. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Oh, bless their hearts. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> yeah. You're my asshole. Trying to ruin our, uh, rain on our parade here. Yeah, right? You know, some people should filter their thoughts. You know, just kind of like, just because it popped into your brain doesn't mean you need to put it on your loudspeaker. I don't. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I guess that could be said for me. <laughs> I never. I have no filter whatsoever. So, I don't know. I just, I, 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 think, I think misery loves company. And I think usually when I come across people like that, it's people who are miserable. So, they just want you to be miserable too. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just because they thought it, it's like, oh, high school sweethearts. And then they go parallel. These are the ones I know. Therefore... You must be interested in knowing that they didn't last. Yeah. Yes. It's like, hmm, maybe you no. need to like pause for a few seconds and let that thought roll. And then it's like, yeah, that one's not passing my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Most people, though, we've, most people are just like, holy cow, that's great. So, yeah, it's pretty rare. But, oh, well, what are you going to do? So you've gone through a divorce. Gone through a divorce. How, can I be nosy and ask how many, how many times you've been married? Once. What? Oh, so, oh, that sucks. How long were you married? Uh, well, we were together for 22 years. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> so, yeah, we were, this would have been our 20th year anniversary because we, oh. you know, lived together first. So, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, wow. Just, I just happened to say 22 years. I and there know. you go. <laughs> what I are knew. the odds? <laughs> this would have been 23 years, oh, but, well, you know. Okay. So it does happen. <laughs> it does happen. It does happen. But things, I guess things have been going south for a little while, and, you know, you trust yeah. the person you're with. Cause, you try to, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, they're not honest with you, and they're not honest with themselves, which I think is really where the issue comes. Uh, they weren't honest with themselves, so I kept asking the right questions. Oh, no, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. I'm like, funny, because I don't think everything's fine. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, so, it's a rough tough. situation. Yeah, that is tough. So. But it's over. I don't... Uh, at this point, knowing what I know, I don't regret it. I just regret that the asshole left me with all his stuff because he was going to be kind when he was moving out. Uh, I don't uh, need this stuff. I'm going to gift it to you. Uh -huh. How wonderful. <laughs> oh, bless came, his heart for gifting it yeah, to you. Right? <laughs> right? It just was missing a bow. Here you go. Yeah. 22 years worth of shit that I don't want to take care of. It's a gift. Bless so, your heart, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you really shouldn't have to say the asshole part. No, no, no. Like, that's right. You leave that unsaid. It's, yeah. That's understood. Yeah, but it, it, I don't know. It's a weird How thing. generous. Oh, yeah. yeah. So let me ask you, do you mind telling uh, the IT version, the, the story you told on stage? Oh, Because yeah. I think that's what people are going to find most interesting. You know, it's, it's one of those where you... Um, I'm going to ask you to tell the joke, but you can tell it any way you want to tell it. I yeah. will. Story so so one, of, one of the things that's interesting is apparently my when I was going through this, my parents were telling me they're Catholic mm -hmm. and that uh, when you're Catholic, you have to go to a pre-marriage counseling. You're, you're a Catholic Spanish person? What? Oh, they exist. Oh, really? Yes. Ice cream in that flavor, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they said that they have this pre-marriage counseling, and my dad was said, yeah, in the the men's retreat that the priest had told them don't cheat because they always know they can feel it oh yeah oh yeah and i could feel it huh could feel it and um 
Yeah, so he, it was someone I knew and who knew me. Oh, Jesus. He had brought her home over to dinner. She was going to show up with her boyfriend who never materialized, but little did I know that the boyfriend was right there. <laughs> <laughs> she was there with her boyfriend. Right? Oh, my God. Right? Bless her heart. See, and that's, I don't know. It's it's, it's shitty to, I, I've never understood the cheaty. Uh, is that right? The yeah, the cheaty, the person that's being cheated with. If she didn't know mm-hmm. that he was married, that's one thing. Right. That that's I can what, forgive more. Yeah, yeah. Because if she finds out, she's probably like, what the? F-? Yeah. Oh, you can curse. Yeah. What the fuck, you asshole? There you go. Right. That's usually what they do, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Most, most women with any amount of conscience, yeah, would, but, oh, God. Yeah. 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 Just, I cooked this cunt dinner. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Just ask me. Let me tell you how I really feel. Yeah, yeah. No, no. See, I... And the funny thing is that once I realized what was going on, once he said that he was unhappy and wanted to go to marriage counseling, right? And we started going. Then I, I work in IT. Come on. You're going to change the computer password to the computer that you asked that we all have the same passwords on our computers in case something happened to one of us, hmm. right? Hmm. So suddenly you change the computer password. Oh, cute. You think I'm not gonna get in? That's that's oh so so cute. Bless your heart. Bless, Bless your, your heart. heart. <laughs> and when you did. And when you did, and then I start seeing what's oh, that's really what's going on, huh? And then you change the password on your iPhone and your iPad, and you think that's gonna stop me? I decrypted the back the backup. And all of a sudden it's like I get the whole calendar. Huh. So that's what you were doing last Thursday night. Yeah. And because just, of course. Not smart enough to not use his own phone, his own computer to record all the things. Right. And as it is on the phone, on, you know, these mobile devices, you delete stuff and it's not really gone. No. It's not really gone. For all of you that are just discovering this, yes, you're up Shit's Creek. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, you know what? It's really funny because Damon and I are actually the same way. We both, um, we both have knowable passwords and we we actually have uh, an uh, a thing that we an electronic thing that's you know encrypted that stores passwords like one password yeah and that sort of thing so and we share that so anytime we sign up for something like so if i sign up on instagram with my email i'll put it in into that password flavor so i have every password to everything now granted he could be on ashleymadison.com for all i know and i mean he would just not have to put it in there and i wouldn't know but I, but I know how the password to his phone, so... Yeah. And, and she knows, knows the password to my computer, so... And he knows right. the mine, so... Right. Yeah, so... If one of those... Ch- if that changed, like, if he just came home and I was like, hey, I can't get into your computer, I needed the scan and receipts, he would be like, oh, don't worry about it, I- I'll do it, I-, I had to change the password, and then wouldn't give me the password, I'd be like, what? You're in danger, Damien. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would be in danger, and rightly so. He's smarter than that, though. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Well, you know, the, the thing with someone cheating is that they begin to change their behaviors. Mm-hmm. And so they're starting to lie and kind of walk this divergent lifestyle of being one person in one place and another person in another place. Mm-hmm. And because they don't want the one person to know, they start lying and they forget where the baseline is of where they started from. So I saw the behavior changing, but he did it so incrementally that he was lying to himself and he never realized. So by the time that he's trying to be so surreptitious about his affair, I'm already seeing what's going on. I'm already in his computer. I'm in his, you know, in his mobile devices, seeing what happens. I've seen all of the text message conversations late at night. And then sometimes he'd be like on his computer thinking I was asleep and not realizing that I actually had my laptop open and I was actually watching him instant message his girlfriend from my bed. And so then then you turn into a spy because, you know. Yeah, because how long? Because there is a certain weirdness to knowing that somebody's cheating on you and you're like, okay, how long do you stay? Yeah, how long do you let it go on? How much rope do you give them to hang themselves yeah, before exactly. you pull that cord? Right, so you have to have a plan. I mean, but this yeah. is this is what every kind of spy has always done. You can't act on the information that you know because then you reveal your cover. Right. So you need to know what your ultimate goal is. And at yeah. that point, at that point, it was really interesting because um, one of my family members said, you know, let's pretend that this woman didn't exist. Okay, let's pretend she didn't exist and let's, 
pretend that he wants to make up. Do you still want to continue with this person? Eliminate her from the equation and see what you're left with. Would you want to stay with that person now knowing everything you know? Yeah. And that's what helped me make my decision. I'm like, no. So then it was a matter of how do I want to exit the relationship? Right. Right. What is it that I want to get? So so then you're playing a game of chess. And <laughs> there were days that it was really hard keeping this information to myself. Oh, I sure. There were days that it was really hard not reacting to it. So, yeah. You know, I, have a, I have a family member who probably doesn't want me to air their dirty laundry. So I won't say who it is, but... I had a family member who went through something similar and did the same thing, did all the detective work mm-hmm. and, and just had to gather it all up and like act like everything is normal through all of that. That's, yeah, that's got to be torturous. Well, and the interesting thing is once you are clear on where truly the other person is mm-hmm. and you see them acting towards you, then you clearly see where the lie is. Hmm. Because then they come home and you're like, oh, so where you been? Oh, I've been working late. And I bet you have. Right. <laughs> right? And you got to resist the urge to go. I bet you have. Yeah. Right? I oh, mean, it, it wow. was really, really interesting. It's like suddenly you're like, yeah, James' mom was full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the way it works. Yeah, I guess you learn all their uh, codes, their code speak. You know, every time they're going to use a particular lie, they're going to do or say a certain thing. So every time they do it, you say, okay, A means B. Right, yeah. right. And it, it, it was interesting when I started realizing how bad it had gotten, like when I knew that for certain. Because sometimes you're like, okay, well, maybe someone's infatuated with someone else. Because crushes yeah. happen, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that they're acting on anything. Right. But I went to the Christmas party, and I had been going to the same Christmas party for more than 10 years. And suddenly... His job? Yeah. Oh. Suddenly, everybody's talking behind my oh, back. Every no. time I turn, and I oh. look at someone, you can see like groups like come out, oh, she's looking this way. I'm like, okay. You bunch of assholes could have told me. Oh, bless their hearts. Yeah, <laughs> any hearts. one of them. Yeah, bless all your fucking hearts. Right? Oh, assholes. Right? You know what? The person in my family who had that same issue told me that... Um, the reason that they had to activate kind of on things is because that person, I'd say I'm not even giving a sex out because that person, um, person's spouse, co-workers would call their house and, and the, 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 uh, and like leave messages and stuff like that. And the co the co-workers would leave messages or speak to the relative that I was related to and say, this is what's going on, by the way. Yeah. And then they just actually wow. they actually ratted the person out, so yeah. they they ratted the cheater out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Not not that it was needed, but that was just additional evidence yeah. on top of everything else. It's like even your coworkers know what you're doing. Yeah. Well, it's funny because he he kept denying it. No, no. Once I'm like, look, I I want you out of here. I I want you. You know, this uh, evidently you're having an affair. Ah, I'm not having an affair. Why do you keep thinking that? I'm like, come on. You know, just yeah. Stop the act. And it was funny seeing or interesting just seeing how convinced they were that they were in control of this right Sounds familiar the same my family member said the yeah. same thing yeah. yeah because they had been in control for so long they hadn't seen the shift i think it takes a lot of energy to sustain a lie for as long as right. yeah. well, and you have to believe you're in control otherwise you wouldn't be able to say exactly. it with a straight face right? exactly yeah. and so um when I confronted them and I'm like, look, you need to leave. You need to, oh, no, 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 no. So it, it was very interesting. Hmm. And just seeing, it just. How long, how long did he, um, how long did you hold on to the information? But you were saying, hey, look, I know you're having an affair. And he's like, no. How long did he deny it before, before you had to go, okay, look here, asshole. Three, three to five months. Three to five oh. months. Yeah. You know, and the other thing about doing some something like that to someone you've been with for so long that you've completely trusted mm-hmm. is you're really putting your life in danger because that was the moment in which I got so angry that I started making plans to murder. <laughs> and And then it scared the shit out of me. And I was seeing a therapist and it scared the shit out of me because sure. that's not me. Right. Yeah. yeah. But when you start having like video clips in your hair, in your you head. You totally understand passionate killing now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Crimes I know of why people commit crimes of passion. Like, uh-huh. 
All of a sudden, I'm like, and I call my therapist. I said, you don't understand. I've got plans, and it's scaring the shit out of me because this isn't me. She's like, yeah, let's let's come in two to three times a week. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Talk well, at least you had somebody to talk to. That's good. Yeah. yeah. No, it was it when was you had bad. your family support too, right? I, I, you know, I was really lucky. My family, who I've always been a little bit strange with, like I'm the black sheep. Mm. Bad shit happens well, when I'm you. there. Yeah. Well, I love you. And uh, right back at you. And uh, it's like you look at someone, you're like, I know. You vibrate in the same field I do. Uh-huh. Um, so they they were amazing. And my friends were amazing. That's like, great. all of a yeah. sudden. And it's weird because all of a sudden you discover that the friends that you've given support to in similar situations, suddenly some of them are not there. And you're like, you bitch. I listened to you for like... 12 weeks, you were coming to my place every weekend, and we'd hear you as you cried and cried and cried. I kind of need your help now. Oh, yeah, I read Eckhart Tolle. Maybe that book will help you. Uh, Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Bless fucking, her heart. Yeah. Bless her heart. Like, you don't know what I'm going through. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, people are something, man. Yeah, they are. I, it, it's interesting to me because, you know, a lot of times, especially when, it, you know, it's the – it's the uh, woman that's been cheated on it, that people are reluctant to, you know, agree with you that it's like, oh, you're you're just jealous, you know, you don't want him hanging out with his female coworkers, et cetera, et cetera, right? Making excuses, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's good that yeah. you had a lot of support. That, yeah. that yeah. didn't happen, yeah, at least for a fair amount of people. Yeah, I mean, I knew something was going on for sure in October. Like, I knew he was definitely interested in this woman in October. And then in December, I knew for sure that his coworkers knew it. And that's what I was trying to get a, right. to a, a little while ago. Was, Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, the coworkers, um, when I confronted him, I said, you know, everybody at your work knows. Oh, no, no one at work knows. I'm like, come on. The way everybody was looking at me at the Christmas party. Oh, no, no one was looking at you. I'm like, you are so full of shit. Like, seriously. He just was so convinced of his own superiority in the situation like i've got this shit you're out of your mind yeah mm-hmm. how funny mm-hmm. how funny Bless then and then you know as i'm as i'm reading because at this point he had no idea that i was like reading all the email and by by the way if anybody's listening you need to check the laws in your area because you cannot get into someone's work computer oh uh, yeah if they got a portable computer that they bring home you can't start messing with that stuff because it's not your property. This was all our property. Your right. home stuff, yeah. Exactly. So I could get in there. I could do what I wanted to do. <laughs> but it was like, I at this point, I'm reading all the email. I'm reading how he's telling our common friends that he can't stand me anymore. Huh. And then we go to therapy, oh. and he'd go, I'm confused. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think you hate me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it was quite eye-opening to see someone you've spent so much time with that you've been asking them directly, well, are you still happy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, do you even love me? Oh, yeah, I do. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, I do? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, of course I love you. And it's like, that's why I'm saying that he was lying to himself. He wasn't yeah. being honest with yeah. himself, right. so. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people, Not. I'm not trying to give your ex-husband any leeway at all the turd the, yeah, the turd <laughs> i'm not trying to give him any leeway at all but i think just from personal experience like you know denying even when it comes to like your own uh personal issues you know we will lie to ourselves about things so you know maybe he and, and i don't think i don't think anybody other than maybe a psychopath wakes up and goes you know what today i'm gonna do i'm gonna fall in love with somebody else or i'm gonna go have an affair or something so mm-hmm. probably was surprised at, at the situation and then just kept denying it and, and, then and surprised i it. i agree with you cat Ex- fight cat fight Ooh. we have two new kitties in our house and sam's getting to see the two new kitties but battle it out in the living room yeah oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I think oh. that's the, the the established cat saying this is this is the rule. Yeah, exactly right. I'm an adult, you're a kid, back yeah. off. Yep. Listen, you little snot. <laughs> it's my house. My house. You know, I, I would anyway, agree I'm with sorry. you about uh, maybe him being confused, but he sends one of our close friends an email the afternoon of one of our um counseling appointments mm-hmm. saying that he could no longer st- stand me 
that. Oh, I'm not saying. Well, well, he's saying that the relationship is suffocating me. And so two hours later, we go to the therapist and I go, what the bleep are we doing here? Right. You said you can't stand me. You're in love with someone else. What are we doing here? So two hours before, he very clearly states that he doesn't want to be in this relationship anymore. And in front of the therapist, he goes, I'm confused. Hmm. Well, I think. What, what I was trying to say is, like, in the very beginning. I think at mm-hmm. a certain point, even no matter how much you're lying to yourself, you, you know you're lying to yourself. And I think yeah. at that point, he was he was trying to hang on to it. Like, I'm not... Because really, honestly, he's a shitty person for doing that. And he knows he's a shitty person. And you never... Nobody wants so to then go, it's ego. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it's ego. It's yeah. ego. He, doesn't, he didn't want to... He, he's honest in front of our friend, but... In front of the therapist, he doesn't want to look bad. No, okay, well, because you're there, and he's not gonna he's not gonna make himself look worse than you. Okay, or he's gonna I try have... not to, right? Okay. Yeah. And I'm gonna ask a loaded question. Yeah. And and this is uh, pl- bear with me, okay? Yeah. Is he Puerto Rican as well? No. Okay. What what nationality is he? Oh, he's from Connecticut. Oh, okay. He's a wasp. He's just a white boy, huh? Uh-huh. See, I was I was gonna say maybe it was some of that like Spanish machismo. Oh no 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 no. 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 Or is it Latin? Can you explain that to me? Are are you are you are you Latino? Are you Spanish? Are you Latino? Latina. Latina. Is Spanish offensive? Oh, well, Spanish refers to Spain, Spain which is in Europe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So are all... I, I don't like Hispanic because who likes to have panic in their label? <laughs> yeah. I put panic in Hispanic, <laughs> <laughs> and it's also Hispanic, like. Yeah. Like a, a, a guy panic. I love to see somebody walk out on stage and go, I put the panic in Hispanic and just go, ah! <laughs> their lungs. The whole crowd would probably just be like, what the hell was that? Yeah. This, and by the way, um, Sam, this is what we've been wanting because the cat, the girl on top, she's the house cat and she's been very depressed since her partner died. Oh. And so that's why we got the kittens. And so this is what we've been wanting the kittens for is for her to, to play with them and chase. So. And re engage. Yeah. yeah. So it's just going to take a few weeks. So right now it's more of a battle. <laughs> well, it's kind of quiet. Usually it's like, yeah. we had a few of those, but it hasn't been too bad. It yeah. hasn't been too bad. Oh. She's pushing it though. She's pushing it. She's pushing her boundaries. That's because she's a kitten. Yeah. Yeah. Prajna is the older cat. Uh, Loki has the proper name Mm -hmm. for the kind of personality she has. Yes. Because she will turn on you in a on a dime. Right. She's a biter. She is a biter. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Damon likes biters. Hey. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) She does bite me sometimes. Did you hear about me almost... Uh, did I never tell you about me almost getting arrested because of him? I think so. Oh, okay. I think you said it in class. Did I? Well, it's possible because um, the, uh, uh, you know, we had to write different stories and stuff. And uh, But since I've mentioned it in, on this podcast, people listening will go crazy if I don't tell this story. So let you got to tell the so story. So let me tell it real quick. So Damon um, is a boss. Like, all of our friends are like, he is the man. And the reason they say that is because he was jogging one day at the, uh, at the gym, and he said he had an asthma attack. And he came home early, and, and I was like, are you okay? And he's like, he looked a little flush, and I go, you all right? And he goes, I had an asthma attack. He got his inhaler out, which he keeps one on hand but doesn't use it very often, especially since he started jogging. It's, like, strengthened his lungs. And um, he walked around for two or three days, having like, just constantly pulling on that thing. And I said, you need to call the allergy doctor and make an appointment. So he did, but they couldn't see him until the next Monday, which was oh, about, which would have been about a week from the day it happened. And so he goes that Monday to the doctor, and the doctor is listening to his lungs, and she says, uh, I can't hear you breathe on what? one side. So one of his lungs was collapsed. Holy moly. And I've been walking around like that for a week. Now, this is why Omar, our friend, says boss, because we had sex like four times. <laughs> he was getting lightheaded. It yeah. was even better than before. So that week, he got laid four times on one lung. The man. <laughs> Man knows how to rock it. So okay. So I once had a family member ask us how this, how it came to be that we got into biting. I I, I don't know. I I like to bite, and um, I've had boyfriends before that I've bit, and they damn near punched me. Okay. And I and those relationships just never worked out. 
No, because if, if you can't go there and you like that, then you need to be able to well, go I, there. Right, and I never really considered it, and I never really considered looking at somebody and going, hey, by the way, I bite. It just never was something I considered bringing up, and so the first time I ever bit him, he didn't get angry. He melted, and Ooh. I was like, oh. <laughs> He's kind of turning red. He's yeah. got a big smile on his yeah, face. Yeah, he likes it, and so I was like, oh, okay, he likes this, and it, that's how that happened. It was wow. very, It was very organic, actually. So when his lung collapsed, the doctor immediately sent him to the hospital. He walked from the doctor's office to the hospital, and I met him at the hospital. So when we got there, they immediately took him in. They probably put you in a wheelchair. No, actually they didn't, but no. they took me to the back, and I laid down from that point on. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. yeah, and so basically they came back there, and they gave him two options. They says, we can either cut you open, and it's really strange. They basically um, they cut you open and they scrape the inside of your chest cavity, and then they scratch the outside of your lung so that they grow together. So when it heals, it pulls the lung to the chest cavity and helps it expand. Wow. And then the, the collapse will never happen again because there'll be scar tissue in there that holds the lung to the chest cavity, they said. Or... How interesting. I know, it's weird. They said, or we can cut you in the ribs with like a little shiv cut, they stick a tube in there. And they, and they fill it with air. No, they pull the air out. Your lungs work on a vacuum. It's it's actually the opposite oh, of what you think. Wow. Yeah, you have to, you have to create a vacuum in your chest cavity so that your lungs can expand. Mm -hmm. oh. So he chose option two. So the doctor says, okay, you're getting the good stuff. Because they have two different types of medications they were going to give him. So they gave him something to relax. And then they gave him something that so he just wouldn't remember getting cut. And uh, so he said, they're going to give you that, and then I'll come back and do it. And so the nurse who'd been with us this whole time kept saying, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but if you end up in the ER at some point, somebody will try to get you alone and say, are you afraid to go home? Are you scared of anything at home? Owes the social worker to yeah. see if there's like an abusive relationship right. or something. And because he had a collapsed lung, he, they they wanted to ask him like was it because and they asked him all the questions was this a work accident was this this was it? and he said no it happened while I was jogging, and they were like okay and then I kept seeing her I know only reason I know this is because I have so many nurses in my family, and so I kept seeing her and she she flip the chart over and ask a few more questions and go back to the front and then she would look up and look around and then she'd flip it back and ask more questions. So she kept going back to something on the first page. Right, and she wouldn't ask it. And then finally she goes, she saw how we were because I was worried, sick, I was a mess. And I said, uh, she goes, I can ask, I'm just going to ask in front of her, are you afraid to go home? And he said, uh, he, and he looked at her, at this point he's high as balls. <laughs> and she goes, and he goes, No why would I be afraid to go home? She's like, there's no abuse or anything like that. And he said, well, and he reaches and he grabs his shirt and he pulls it up to his neck, exposes his entire front and goes, well, she does bite me sometimes. And he had bite marks all over his stomach. And she and I looked at each other and we just held gazes for about a good three or four beats. And I could just see the wheels like... Turning in her head, like, going... I, Kinky or, or abusive? Right. <laughs> it's a fine line. It's a it fine. is a fine line. <laughs> and is. then he started laughing. <laughs> and that's when she went like, And then she marked it and she was like, okay, thank you. And she walked off. I bet yeah. she walked away going, oh, I did not need to You know, know that. that story circulated at the hospital. <laughs> I'm sure it did. You know it did. Of course it did. <laughs> so, yeah. So I told Damon, um, he, I told him about this after he came to, because he didn't remember any of it. And he goes, what would have happened if they'd if if I'd have said yes or had oh, or they gosh. took me serious, and I said they would have had me arrested because there was proof on your stomach that I had hurt you. Yeah, and I was like, so you would have come to and said, "Where's my wife?" and they would have said, "In jail," and I would have been waiting on you to come to and get I out of the hospital. I think he loves you because yeah. even even high as a kite. Yeah, he, was, he still didn't turn you in. No. <laughs> no. So bless my heart bless for bless your heart, <laughs> bless your heart. For, seriously for, for almost putting my wife in jail oh, for revealing something about yeah. our intimate life. Which is really funny. I actually told this story in front of my married niece and her husband, and she just went, "Aunt Michelle," <laughs> and I went, "What?" And she goes, 
I can't believe you just told me that. And I was like, told you? I still didn't understand what the problem was. I was like, you don't think we have sex? What do you... <laughs> they don't <laughs> want to know did that. Did she melt at that point? That she was she like, ah! Yeah, she was like, what did she say? Uh, what was it? She did a weird thing with her hands, and she said it was an oversharing turtle. She yeah. did this thing where she like did like something like put her pinkies out and like made them look like flippers and was like, oversharing turtle. Like, I don't know what that's, that's about. That's yeah. scarier than the story you told me. <laughs> I still, that was oh, and just as a side note, our friend Yoder brought Damon uh, balloons in the hospital, and it was two white Caesar balloons, and they had pink balloons inside of them, and one of them was collapsed. It was great. It was the best thing I've ever gotten. As, I, uh, it, being, while being sick, it was fantastic. <laughs> could you laugh really well, or did it hurt? Oh no, I could. <laughs> he would do that. He would go, "Oh God, God!" Like he would lean way back. Like, yeah. Oh, there's nothing worse than having an injury or, you know, having been cut in the hospital and suddenly someone makes you laugh and you're like, oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, I had, um, I ended up in the hospital one Thanksgiving just, uh, I was. Bad turkey. No, no, I had, I I still suspect it was probably a kidney stone, but they were treating it like it was diverticulitis. Diverticulitis, yeah, that one. Diverticulitis or something. (laughs) Somebody please chime in with the correct pronunciation of that word. They're going to send that in a Google Word. Where right. you can listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, just email April at you gonna meow.com. Just tell me how to say it. I don't care. Um, anyway, uh, I think it was uh, I think it was kidney stones. Now that we found out later that mm-hmm. I'm I have them, but at the time they were treating it as a that, and they were giving me antibiotics, and like all of our shitty friends, I say shitty friends, all our shitty friends showed up. And, like, the nurse was like, okay, well, y'all have good time. There was, like, 30 people in my little hospital room. Wow. She walks out, shuts the door, and these son of a bitches break out beer and cake. <laughs> and I'm like... That and... Are you familiar with the uh, TV show House? Yes. <laughs> we, yes. We did a differential on her. We, we wrote down the symptoms, and then we started <laughs> scratching out possible diseases and marking <laughs> off the ones that didn't fit. It was great. We did the whole thing, the little whiteboard. and Oh, yeah. yeah. You know how they have the whiteboard? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then what was it they fi- figured I had? I had... Oh, what was it? Oh, uh... Lupistosis. Was it lupistosis? Oh, was it, oh, no, it was a tie between lupistosis and gonorrhea syphilides. Yes, and they determined, and they finally marked out gonorrhea, gonorrhea syphilides. And so then we forgot about it, because then they came in and gave me drugs. And then I was like, I'm getting sleeping. Everybody's like, all right, well, we had a good time. They all poured their beer out in my stupid sink. <laughs> the doctor came in the next day, and he goes, it smells like beer in here. And I'm like... Uh, sorry. And he was like, is it beer? And I was like, yeah, it's beer. And he's like, you're not supposed to be drinking. And I'm like, I'm not drinking. It wasn't me, I swear. And um, and then he saw the thing up there that said uh, lupus dosis. And he was like, what the hell is lupus dosis? So I was like, that's what you're supposed to be treating me for. And then I told him, and he laughed and he walked away. He goes, okay, I'm going to order those tests for that lupus dosis. I was like, you get on that. Uh, he was, I actually had he probably a really made his day. Probably, yeah. Because yeah. there was so many diseases written and marked out on the board it was like they had AIDS gonorrhea syphilis like I, they started with all the STDs you sure they didn't have something like what? what's the foot fungus or something in there too <laughs> oh yeah why not while you're athlete's at it athlete's foot yeah, yeah athlete's foot you've heard the, the joke of the, the the priest and the prostitute He's, he's, you know, Catholic priest. She's at confession, and then, you know, she's talking with him later, and she's like, he's like, well, how do you do what you do? She's like, you know, Father, you should really try it out. And he's like, oh, I can't, I can't. He's like, no, you really should. He's like, okay, maybe with my toe. And so then, like, a week or two weeks later, the prostitute is over at the gynecologist. She's like, I've got something. I don't know what it is. And he goes, you've got athlete's foot. And the priest is over. The doctor, he's like, this thing showed up on my toe. And he's got gonorrhea on the toe. (laughs) (laughs) Bless his heart. Bless his heart, yeah. I follow a group on Facebook called um, I'm Satan and I approve of this message. (laughs) It's a great group. Yes. And every once in a while, whoever heads it up will post this picture of the devil. Just like the classic, you know, goat-headed God with the pentagram behind it and it'll say on the bottom it says post your worst meme and so then people start posting these really horrible memes Mm -hmm. and there was one it was a picture of these like nuns and it says how do you get a nun pregnant 
And uh, what was it? I can't, oh, fuck, I'm going to fuck it up. And then the second part of it was, uh, it was like you shit on their tits and shove your fist in their pussy or something. Or you shit in their pussy. That's what it was. You shit in their pussy. And I was just, and it was a picture of a priest. And it was like, and he had this kind of like, huh, like, like this is how you do it, you know? And it was like, so how do you get a nun pregnant? You shit in their pussy. Because you would think that that's what a priest would think. I don't know. I just thought it was Wow. Funny. Okay. It's very weird. Yeah. I, that did not yeah. go where I wanted it to. Um, I don't know if I told you, but I have a tendency to be really uncomfortable sometimes. Sorry. <laughs> Inappropriate? Yeah. It's a little surprising. No, Bless you, her heart. Yeah. <laughs> was it, that was it's okay. Yeah, Bless I, your heart. I believe you did say at the close to the beginning of the episode that you had no filter, and you just proved the point. I do. I have no filter. I love that movie. I think that's one of those that it's it, you got to see it to really... Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. plus people are trying to go for something that's just awful. Not, oh, yeah. not they're a lot of them are funny. Sometimes they're just meant to be just pure awful. You know, and profane. Could, maybe I was just high and I thought it was that funny at that moment. Too. That that does help from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> like you see me sitting up in bed smoking on my little my little weed pen, going, "Shit, pussy!" Damon's <laughs> <laughs> in the office, going, "What?" <laughs> Hey, honey, we're not going there. Yeah. <laughs> Whose pussy are we shitting in and why? What did, what did this person do to deserve such a fate? You know I'm not into that sort of thing. Yeah. You know I don't like that. <laughs> Biting? We'll go down that road. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I was at work and I was helping someone out. And um, it's, I hadn't been able to see this person because... You know, I have bigger emergencies. It's kind of like an ER doctor. Your computer's down, you're going to go to the front of the line if you can't work. Mm-hmm. You can't print to one printer, but you can to the rest. You're kind of at the bottom of the line. Right. So I was visiting this guy, he's a really tall guy, and he's kind of telling me, and I'm like, you know, I, uh, it's not that I'm trying to cause you pain, but I'll, I'm, I'm going to get to you. And um, the person in front of him started talking, and she's like, what's this about causing pain? I'm like, I don't want to cause pain to anybody. Unless you pay me, then we can talk. Uh-huh. Right. They're kind of like, oh. Oh, hey. She's kind of new, but hmm, this is interesting. <laughs> it's like for the right price. Then we can talk. If you want me to cost you pain and you're paying, then that's different, you yeah, know. Exactly. Well, who is the woman that uh, I used to, I used to follow her on uh, uh, Periscope. But I've, I've, I've quit following. Oh, the dominatrix. Oh, yeah. There was she a dominatrix was that I used to follow on, on uh, Periscope. Huh. And uh, I, she's probably, I wish I could remember her name. She's, she's based out of San Francisco. I remember that. Right. And her house is so pink. Yeah. Like her walls are always like pink and fuzzy. Like, like every, it's very, it's a very strange place. But she had gigantic tits. I have no idea where I'm going with this story. Just so causing pain and pain. Oh, pain. yes. There we go. So then, uh, and I'm not even high. I swear to God. So, Maybe that's the problem. That, that could be the problem because the uh, episode before this, uh, we smoked a bowl before we did the episode. But that it was, was a good one. Was, <laughs> I think this one's going to be really. Oh, it's going to be good. Yeah. But um, so anyway, she was. Uh, so every time you watch the video, it was really great. But you're so enamored by her tits, you don't really look at the background. But then one oh. day, I started looking at the background. That's why I started noticing her walls and like the things. There's always some dude. Like, strapped to the wall? Strapped to a table. Oh. Like, there was one time I was looking at it, and I was like, is that a person? Is and there food on the dude? No. no. They're usually wrapped in leather and got the ball gag in. And, like, this guy was on a table, and he had a ball gag in his mouth, and he had something bulbous over You know he eye. was, like, the CEO of some company. Probably. And that's how they really stress that, yeah. you know, they have to surrender control. Yeah, yeah, to somebody. Because that's the, in, in their day job, they are in control all right. the time. Yeah. yeah, and they have to make all the decisions, and they're like, this is the one time that I can just be yeah. so the thing is we need to start like drawing their profiles and trying to figure out who that is yeah. laying on the table <laughs> call Bill Gates Bill so what are you into man <laughs> I have a feeling that <laughs> I don't want to know <laughs> <laughs> no but it was really interesting and then I started to realize oh every time she's on Periscope there's somebody in the background. So it's always like her and a girlfriend and they're giggling and they're like in the kitchen, like making things. Oh. But if you look behind her kind of off in the distance, there's somebody who's like, you're right, strapped to the wall, like struggling to get away, you know? And she's all like, hee, 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 we're making peach cobbler. <laughs> it was really weird. 
I wonder if it gives some memories of like when mom was in the kitchen and I had been a bad boy and I got spanked. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, and then she would just abruptly. She was like, "Okay, guys, that was fun." And then it and it was gone. And I was like, "How?" Yeah, she weird. never took videos of her actually in her yeah. job doing her job. You know I what? think they had to pay more for that part. Probably. <laughs> and that was, a, that would be a paid for service. I'm sure she wouldn't let that go for free. Oh yeah, definitely. I imagine. So, well, we were just listening to another podcast not too long ago where, um, they actually interviewed a woman who does cam, like, you know, camera stuff where she's on the camera, on the computer. Oh yeah. And then people would tap in and be like, touch your boobs. And she'd be like, you know, and his <laughs> pick your nose, you know, and, then, yeah. and she would, and she was, she said it was upwards of 20 bucks an hour. Wow. Yeah, and had paid regulars. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it was a lot like, um, you know, it was like what you were talking about earlier. You know, people called in because they'd established a relationship with her. Or not called in, excuse me. Uh, for, you know, they show, up. They show up. Yeah, they logged, they logged in because they established a relationship with this, with this cam girl. And, you know, she was the person they could talk to about anything. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because, you know, at this day and age, it's like, well, I could go out and spend 20 bucks on dinner or I could, you know, stay here and kind of interact with this person that I've been interacting with over the computer for yeah. 20 bucks or whatever yeah. it is. It's, it, it you know, speaks to how, how, you know, people don't, you know, how, how powerful loneliness can be and in, yeah. in, in people's, yes. you know, getting... Especially in this day and age with how connected we are and yeah. how lonely people are even though we're still, it's just a very weird dichotomy. You know, it's interesting that you say that because with the hurricane, obviously, you know, I have family still in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And with the hurricane, when I was speaking to my family, I was telling them, it's amazing because I speak with them very often pre-hurricane, several times a day, or we'd start these chat messages and on, you know, iMessages where it was my whole family, which is across the country. And thousands of miles away but we're having this instant conversation where someone chimes in and someone answers and the technology has allowed us to shrink geography and when that hurricane hits and all of a sudden I'm lucky that my dad's a ham radio operator that he set up an antenna right at the end of the of the hurricane and I was able to he was able to get a message to us that we were okay and or that they are okay um, but still, it's kind of this older form of communication because you can't have a conversation. Right. It's here's my whole idea over, and then the other person says their whole idea over, <laughs> and so when finally they got cell phone again, I was telling them, you know, it's amazing because suddenly I felt the geography, I felt the distance. Right. Yeah. And it's amazing how it's shrunk distance, and yet we're sometimes lonelier than ever before. Yeah. Yeah. Bless all of our hearts for, for, Seriously. for the yeah. technology that brings us closer together yet yes. keeps us far apart. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. But it's it's that difference of, I mean, for those of you that grew up in a small town mm-hmm. and everybody's in everybody else's business, that's what it used to be. Right. Mm-hmm. You had this close geographical proximity, but your business was everybody else's business. So now... When I live this far apart from my family, they can be in the business that I allow them to be in. So you don't have everybody up in your business, but you can still kind of be close together. But it's an illusion because look at how fast it disappears. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy. A friend of ours who lives up in Washington just posted, ironically, on um, Facebook today about how... uh, Media, it, the this constant uh, st- suck into your phone is is uh, ruining people's relationships, ruining people's lives, and we're losing our ability to communicate. It's but at the same time, I'm one of those type of people that feels like uh, you know this this is, the internet has been a godsend for me because when I first got married, I wanted to get into radio. Radio is mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. I fucking love it. I love sitting in front of a microphone. I don't like being on stage. You could have fooled me. <laughs> a lot of people say that, but I'm telling you, I am terrified up there. That's why I haven't been back in over two months now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I haven't done it. I went, I'm actually jonesing for it. I am too. It's really weird. I was telling Damon, it's, it's a this weird thing. This is how a drug habit begins. It, it, it really is. I told Damon, I was like, it's really weird. I was like, I'm compelled to do it, but I don't know why. Because I get up there and I shake. I shake like a lion's going to eat me. Oh, you fooled everybody. Oh, it I, I acknowledge me. that you were feeling that way, but you had us all fooled. Well, good, good. <laughs> she good. projects a certain amount of confidence. Yeah, and it's, uh, it, but it, 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 it will give way. It will give way eventually. I just, 
actually, I wish I could get more than three minutes to five minutes on stage because I could calm down. I need that time to calm down. The problem is, is you've got to, it's like by the time I get up there, I'm, I'm so shook by the idea of going up on stage and then I have to shake through the first couple of minutes and mm -hmm. then it's time to get off. And if they would, if I had more time, but I'm not funny enough. <laughs> time, I don't have enough jokes yet. So, you know. It's, oh, it's, the, it's all the writing. I've got like three ideas I'm working on. So okay, cool. three or I four. I it's, have a few too. Yeah. I yeah. I just, ones. I just have to, you know, sit down. It's like, I got to take myself out to dinner and sit down and write for three hours at a table by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what, too, if you want to now, knowing that you, you work so close to, to where I live, you know, if you want to take a couple of, he games every Tuesday and Thursday night. So if you want to get together Ooh. and write together, we can. We should. Yeah, we should. Or a writing give, workshop. Yeah. I want to do a writing workshop, and I'm going to be flying to Phoenix, and I'm going to perform my set. Oh, yeah? Cool. Yeah, I'm going to do an open mic. Okay. Awesome. You're yeah. flying to do an open mic, or you just happen to be going to Phoenix, and you're going to do they're, it? They're friends. They're good friends oh, okay. there. And they're, because okay. I sent it to them, and you, you know, it's, it's good when you send your comedy to a close family member, mm -hmm. and they are like... They have to walk away. They're laughing so hard at the family reunion. Nice. And then when other people come up, they're like, "Oh no, no, nothing. I was listening to a podcast." <laughs> <laughs> so that was really cool. That so, is really cool. Yeah. We went to Florida to visit his family over Father's Day, and his dad and his let's see, his dad, his stepmom, his brother, his brother's wife, his sister. And, like, five of our friends that we had back in Florida all came. And, like, we filled Because you did an open mic, right? I did an open mic, yeah. yeah. And it went really well. It did. I Everybody a, loved it. It was yeah. nice. His, he's got a, his, one of his younger sisters has one of those really loud, infectious laughs that fills the room. <laughs> so yeah. she got the whole crowd going? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so every time she awesome. laughed, I was like, oh, I got Dana with that one, you know? <laughs> all right. Well... I guess we're kind of pulling this up to the end here. Wow, this has been a lot of fun. It Good. is fun. I enjoy it. I yeah. really enjoyed you coming. You have to do another one. Will you do another one? I will definitely do another now one. This has been a hoop. Yeah. Then maybe I'll start bringing some daily life bless your heart stories. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. Well, oh, let me tell you this because I was going to talk about it anyway. Um, I bought a website called I suck at stand up com. <laughs> I said I win. I, and I'm gonna. This is one of the jokes I'm gonna do on stage because I figured not everybody's gonna hear this podcast. I win comedian or comedian wannabe with the least amount of uh, uh, self confidence because I bought isuckatstandup.com in 2017. So for all the 20 ish years that people have been able to buy websites, I'm the first person to go isuckatstandup.com. Like nobody else took it. Nobody. Why? It's it's an obvious grab if you're doing comedy. It's an obvious grab, and nobody took I it. I guess no one thought about it. Nobody has such shitty self-esteem. <laughs> you gotta work at convincing people that you've got shitty self-esteem. <laughs> I know nobody believes me. Bless her heart. I have yeah. learned how to Bless fake it heart. pretty good. Well, you know we've talked about that before. The fact that um, people get to know me, like they'll they're you know people meet me, and they and I usually do. I'm not bragging, but I do usually leave a pretty good first impression. It's after people get to know me that, um, like, one day I'll have something happen. And, like, that day I bit our teacher's head off in class. What? I don't remember that you one. You weren't there for that? Did you go to the... You were in the second class. Yeah, I was in both. I was in both. Yeah, there was once one where um, Alex... It was just before the Portland's Funniest Competition, uh -huh. and I was so just you had come back and you you were in a slump because you sat next to me and you're like i don't know i bombed this weekend at the stand-up and yeah and, and you were you were feeling so down on yourself and i could tell because you were carrying yourself differently oh really yeah so you caught me in one of my depression mo moods i mean there's nothing anybody can do about it depression hits me in waves just like anybody else so it was in one of those down times and i was feeling stressed about this it took about two or three classes before you finally came back up yeah yeah it doesn't it usually takes about that long for that sort of thing but um, yeah, I was, uh, I was pretty down and I was sitting up there on the stage and he was, uh, he was like, you're going to have to rewrite this, this, and this. And I just was like, I don't have time to rewrite it. I have to do it tomorrow night on stage. And he was like, okay, well, I think we're done. And I was like, oh shit. I realized that when I, I never realized how sharp I come off until 
um, until they the reaction until I get the reaction, mm. and then I'm like, oh shit, and um, that's when I realized I was like, I think I fucked that up. So I don't think I ever got really. I, I don't know. I think he was very hesitant to tell me any. Because, I mean, if somebody bites you like that, I didn't literally bite I, I've him. I've had but, that same problem in yeah. the past. Yeah. So. I, I've just, I don't know if it's age that has helped me mellow it. But I, yeah, no, people don't want to get close to me because yeah. they bark also like that. And you're like, what, what? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, they think you're going to re- actually like. Yeah, because they never know when that that's going to come. Yeah. So, yeah, my poor husband. I love him. He's a good oh, man. I love you, too. <laughs> And, and you bite him, and yeah, he I likes it. And I like, like it. So Unfortunately, he likes it when I bite. He doesn't like when I bite. But yeah, so. there's a difference. There you know, it does hurt a lot when someone bites your butt cheek. Oh, I don't know. I would never know. Okay, yeah, never, never mind. Had, never had my butt cheek bitten. Yeah, but I've never had my butt. Well, I've had my butt slapped. I'm one of those women that doesn't like that. Mm. I don't. I've never liked that. So he's never been a butt. Smacker. Have you ever gotten like a shot on your butt? Like when you were little? Mm -hmm. Remember how much that hurt? Yeah. A bite lingers just as long. Ooh. Yeah. That's rough. And you don't even have to bite that hard, and it's like, damn, it's memorable. (laughs) Every time you sit down, you're like, oh, that was not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like three, five minutes later, and you're still like, damn. (laughs) When when I was at uh, the Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting to get into radio, um, there was a, I wore a pair of black pleather pants one day. Ooh. And um, I turned around uh, a little too late, and a friend of ours, uh, he was coming at me. We called him Big Country. (laughs) Big Country was coming at me like a linebacker. And he put his shoulder in my midsection and lifted me up. And he had me. Behind, he had his arm wrapped around my uh, my knees. Yeah. And then our friend Todd and I could see him because I was hanging off backwards, but I was looking back towards the front. Right. And our friend Todd was licking his hand to he, spank him. And he came running across the room, and he went pow on one butt cheek, and I. I came unglued, which they all learned that day. Never, ever, ever, no matter how tempting the pants may be, don't ever slap me on the ass again. But I went home. I got a lot of apologies. Everybody was very nice about it. But I went home, and I told Damon what happened, and he just, he was like, ugh, I'm glad I wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, if he'd have been there, he would have stopped it. Actually, he would have been like, I I would have stopped him before that hand came down. I I tried, anyway. He's like, you don't get it. Yeah, Yeah. don't do that. Don't do that. Boundary. Yeah, you're before about, the ass. You're about to cross a boundary. You do, most people don't have it, or most people don't care, but I had it. So, yeah, but he would have stopped it. But then that night I was getting undressed, and Damon went, holy shit. And I said, what? And I had Todd's handprint yeah. on in, my in, butt cheek. In a, in a purple bruise, in yeah. Purple it, was, bruise. it was hard. It was, it, was yeah, a, it was a rough one. Yeah. Well, bless his heart that you didn't kill him. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, fortunately, I was being held by a giant man, so I couldn't. Yeah, but they'd put you down eventually, and yeah. then you could have killed him. He held me until I calmed down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> Smart man. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he took that. He took the brunt of that. So, oh, anyway. Wow. All right. Well, sorry. Thank you. No, thank you. I appreciate you coming and visiting. And so, it sounds like we're going to start a writing workshop and all that. So, that's good. Awesome. All right. Well, you've been listening to Bless Your Heart. And we've been here with Sam, the computer detective. And Damon, my lovely assistant, or my, or my hideous monster. Are you my hideous monster or my lovely assistant? Uh, depends on the day. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to Bless Your Heart, and uh, hopefully we'll see you next weekend. Bye. You've been listening to Bless Your Heart on You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. You Gonna Meow? Meow.